How has your life changed since? Because you used to live in LA. I think a lot of people, and I think this is interesting for people because a lot of people want that. Yeah. They're like, okay, I'm, I'm in this space, but I want to live in the woods. I want to live off the grid, but I'm scared. I'm yeah. scared about my identity. I'm scared about my relationships. I'm one of those people. So what has your transition been like? Well, okay. So the pandemic hit. Yeah. LA was, a, I was here for 15 years. It was a long journey for me because I was a born and bred Manhattanite. And I was like, I'm never leaving New York City. It was a shock at 25 when I left. And so it was a kind of long process through my own work and just getting older, honestly. And so the last place I lived here was Topanga. And even in Topanga in 2019, I was like, no, we got to move back to New York City. We got to move back to New York City. The pandemic hit and my partner's from New Zealand. And so one day I was driving home. I think I'd like picked up groceries. I was driving home and I thought we're supposed to go to New Zealand. And it was a whole process. We had to quarantine. I had to actually, my passport was about to expire. And I was like, if this is meant to be, it's going to just happen. And so I get home and I'm like, Daniel, I think we have to go to New Zealand. And he's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I think we have to go to New Zealand. Like maybe that's where we're supposed to live. That's, the, that's feminine, baby. <laughs> I was like, I think we're just supposed to go. So he's like, okay. You know, I haven't lived home in a while. And it all lined up perfectly. And we got there and it was beyond unsettling and chaotic for me. I've never been so unsettled in my life. So I'm in this place that everybody, it's like, it's paradise. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh my God, you're in paradise. At that point, New Zealand was completely open if you were there. You couldn't go in and out, but it was completely open. We moved, I think, every two weeks. So I was like, I want to see that. What if we want to move here forever? I need to see everywhere. And genuinely the most unsettled I've ever been. And it was during a massive Uranus transit. And it was my Uranus line, which is can be unsettling, but also awakening. And the, honestly, the most toxic I've ever been was mm. there maybe since I was like 17 or early 20s and like raged at my parents. What is, how did that show up? It showed up with my partner's family. I almost blew up our relationship several times. I was confronted with pieces of myself that I had really not been confronted with in a really long time. I had a lot to do with identity. We come from radically different worlds. I felt challenged at the core. I felt like, where is home? What is home? I knew LA didn't really feel like home. And I was stuck on this idea, we're going to move back to New York City. We're going to move back to New York City. And I come back about two months earlier than him. I land in LA. All their stuff was in storage. And I said, I'm going to Colorado. My best friend had rented a property there and my parents are there. One of my sisters is there. My parents have moved to Colorado about 20 years ago. And I get to Colorado and I feel at home and I'm like, there's so much space here. And I realized that New Zealand had changed me in all my fighting it. I had been really impacted by having so much spaciousness and nature. And in the times that we weren't in Auckland, but even Auckland is like, it's, there's water everywhere by the ocean and the greens are the, you know, most vibrant greens. And so... I, you know, I kind of had in my head, we'll go back to New York City and then we'll buy a property in Hudson, upstate. It's always like halfway. Yes, halfway. It's always like just, okay, a little bit further. Totally. Exactly. A little bit further. Exactly. And then I 
he was about to come home. And I said, again, same thing. I got to download. I was supposed to go to Nashville. Bless, he's bless like, this man. <laughs> he, totally he's like, I'm still <laughs> thinking about my family. All right. Totally. totally. 100%. And he was like, okay, let's, let's get an Airbnb and try it out. And so we land in Nashville. We drive to Nashville last September. And we were both like, we really love it. And so the plan was like, okay, we're going to get, you know, a house in East Nashville, which is a lot like Silver Lake in LA. That feels familiar, et cetera. Halfway. Halfway. And I started looking at properties. And I just kept being drawn more and more out. And then we lost three houses and then found a house. And I was like, this our house. And it's 25 minutes outside of Nashville, but it is woods, 360 degree in the woods. And I, again, I was like, this is it. And he's more pragmatic. He's like, this is really a smart investment because regardless, Nashville's blowing up and et cetera. The taxes are really good and we can actually parcel this land and build it. And I was just, I don't know about any of that. We're supposed to be here. And it was seamless. Like we had lost three houses and then this was just a seamless process. I don't know what's best for me. In my life, every decision, although when I get a download that's crystal clear, New Zealand was really challenging, was absolutely supposed to go there, right? LA had been challenging for 15 years, but going through a series of Pluto transits, it's on my Pluto line. So that's the interesting thing about it. It's transformative. My husband too. It's wild. It's wild. I Pluto and Mercury. Interesting. So the connections, the speaking, the Mm -hmm. communication. It's wild, right? Mm-hmm. You feel it. And then my Pluto transit's completed and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. So how can people, astrocartography, I yes. want to talk about that. People are obsessed and it, understanding that about LA and the specific lines has helped me greatly. So yep. what is it? So astrocartography is where the lines line up when you were born. So for example, people may assume like, oh, so my sun line is where I was born. No, it's where the sun line was. Was it on the midheaven, which is the highest point in the chart, the IC, which is the most deeply felt part of the chart, the AC, the ascendant, how we present to the world, the descendant, how we greet others, how we experience relationship. So it's where any of those lines fell on the day you were born, on the moment you were born, right? So we can kind of say, okay, if I go here and my sun line runs through it, then I'm going to feel a sense of vitality and aliveness. I have found this and I have found this retroactively. I did not really realize this. I did not put this together, even though I've been studying this for 20-something years. I did not put together that I was consistently drawn to the line that I was having the major transit around until I was in New Zealand. And I was like, what is happening? I'm on my Uranus line. I was like, I'm going to go to my Uranus line. I'm going to be so, I'm going to have an awakening. It's going to be so incredible. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm going through a massive Uranus transit. And then Nashville's on my Neptune line and I'm going through a massive Neptune transit. So I just keep- What is Neptune transit? So Neptune is mysticism, compassion, a kind of dissolving of layers of the ego. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting, right? So that's something that I've recently become aware of and I work with clients in that regard. So it's just kind of knowing. And the truth is that we know- we land somewhere and we go, oh, this feels right. Or we land somewhere else and we go, this, for whatever reason, this is challenging. You know when people said to me, you're in New Zealand, I got it. that's where I want to live. It's the most amazing place on earth. And I'm like, 
Okay, I am so challenged. Totally, totally. <laughs> such like, a I'm time. about to burn it all down. <laughs> exactly. So I think that it's, again, like conceptual versus live. Yeah. But we can't avoid. So people say to me, I know I'm not supposed to be on my Saturn line. I'm like, well, what if you're having a Saturn transit? Or what if you need more structure in your life? Or you need more accountability, self-accountability? That's what well, they maybe, say about a Pluto too. Well, Pluto's, think of Pluto as like the deeper more internal experience, Saturn's going to be the more kind of external structured experience. But yes, there is a kind of similarity to them. So with, so people to find theirs out, they can type it in online. Astro.com is a really easy way to do it. And then it'll basically show them their chart that has where this, all of the lines that they can really then understand from the energetics of each line, what that means for them. Right. So it's actually going to look like a map. Yes. And you'll click, let's say, Denver, Mm -hmm. and you'll see if a line is running through Denver. And it might say, oh, you'll do better on the Western side or the Eastern side of this line. But there's a pretty wide range. Like you don't need to be exactly, it doesn't need to be exactly there. But then the other thing I do is I pull up a relocation chart, Mm -hmm. which is as if you were born at that place. And you'll see how it shows up in the relocation, just so I can give people a deeper understanding. So let's say your Mercury is on your midheaven. There, if you pull up the relocation chart, you'll see Mercury on the midheaven. Okay. You'll recognize that, oh, this is a place. And then you can see where the other celestial bodies land in the chart. I find it to be more substantive Mm -hmm. or additional. You know, I find it to be helpful. So it's like people could look at the astro.com to get a general sense of the energetics of things, but it doesn't take into consideration like different aspects of their chart as it relates to those things. Exactly. For example, I don't have any lines running through London or the UK, but I feel, I love London or the UK. I feel so connected there. And the kind of sense of home and creative part of my chart is activated. But it's not, you won't, if you pulled up my astral cartography, you wouldn't immediately see that. So I just think it adds another layer. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.